We're gonna bring in E-Tip. E-Tip, you there, bud? Yo. Hey, man, can you hear us? Hello. I think that's his phone. That's not our. All right, man. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. We'll get. It. We'll. We'll. Uh, we're just gonna keep winging it tonight, man. Guys, yeah. this is. A, this is gonna be just me and Dave, and then we're good. That was all that was. What it was. E-Tip just texted me. Said he's gonna try again. Oh really? Let's but, see. Why don't I try and call him? It might be. Uh, it might be the phone system here. All right. Well, let's call him. All right. See what's going on. We're gonna call him. It's gonna be a different number. Tell him. He'll answer. We're just sitting here at Joe's Pizza, joesonhiggins.com. Also, looking for a late night. Boom, boom, go to scores. Fourth Reserve Drive. Right, absolutely. Get a drink. Yo. Hey, E-Tip, can you hear me? Are you there? Hello? Hey. Hello? Eric, you there? I don't know. Hello? Hey. Oh, man. All right, well. Is that what it was? Fucking rookie, dude. That part will edit out. <laughs> All right, this should be good. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. One more time. This is ridiculous today. I love Hey, how's it going? Eric, can you hear us now? Get out of here. Oh, my, oh God. my God, dude. Is this unbelievable or what? Tough. Huh? Tough. Our head's anywhere but on this show, obviously. We're not plugging cords. I'm not plugging cords in right. No. It's just been a cluster. I got, I got looking at my phone nonstop to make sure my wife's not texting me. Pizza. Joe's Pizza. Let's try Joe's on Higgins.com. Man, we've, we've had a te- te- technical difficulties. I can't even get it out of my freaking head, my I mouth. Know. I know. It's brutal. It's we've had brutal. Uh, We've had a, some trouble, guys, with our uh, software tonight. and uh, But we're here. We're live. Yeah, it's Chalks gonna and happen. dogs. It's going to happen, for sure. Hello? Hello. You're good. I'm there? You're there. I can't hear you, bro. You don't need to hear me. Yeah? No. Yeah, you're good. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so what's cracking, B? Nothing, man. Nothing. I just, I I can't believe what, what, what what's going on with us right I now. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we got right. some, you got a baby We're coming. I'm trying to buy a house. We got our heads <laughs> everywhere but where it needs to be right God. now. Jeez, Louise. So uh, big show, dude. Uh, first of all, big apology to Sam Maniscalco. He's our guy. Uh, it just didn't work out. He came on, answered some questions. We did an interview. I guess it was good practice for tonight, but it just—he, you're not gonna be able to hear him. Yeah. And he's—he's—he's—he's yeah. he's, he's booked. He's—he's he's, uh, got some stuff going on tonight. So. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Sam. Um, maybe we'll—I don't know. Maybe I'll try to text him and see if he can come on like late. But yeah. Uh, that's about it. Um, so what do you what do you what do you want to get into, man? What well, do you want? What's up with the fucking? What's up with the fucking bulls? Dude? I don't know. Well, you know what? Like you didn't see this coming. So first of all. Um, we we got a lot of stuff. Let, let's uh, let's hit the gas. I got a couple stories. Um, Bulls lost. Uh, I think I think most people saw that coming. 
Um, but a lot of stories outside of that. Bears draft. Um, they got a Brandon Marshall replacement. Uh, they're saying, uh, is, is, is Chip Kelly a racist? I don't know. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. You didn't hear that Chip Kelly might be a racist? No. I yeah. think you got E-Tip coming on, though. Oh, is he? Oh, I, I don't know. Maybe Let's get into this, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so word on the street is LaShawn McCoy is suggesting. Oh, because he got rid of all the, the, the black guys. All the black guys, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's that was the story on CBS Sports. Um that there's a reason that he got rid of all the good black guys. Are you guys. kidding me? No, no, no. So, I mean, like, I'm not a big Chip Kelly fan, but... Do you think... Do you think Chip Kelly's a racist? No. No. Do you? I don't know. I mean, the, look look at look at the people he's gotten rid of. So he's trying to build a team. And he brought in Tebow. <laughs> Tebow might not even make the team. It's still it's his contract's not even guaranteed. I mean, I've heard Tim Tebow called the white Michael Vick. <laughs> Where are we going with this show I don't know, tonight? I don't know. I don't know. We're just gonna, we're, this over. is gonna be. There's just some crazy stories going. We're on. just gonna. We're just gonna ad lib tonight, man. I, yeah. the, the beginning of this show was absolutely, like we said, just fucking crazy. We couldn't get the sound right. I think Dave's buying a house. I gotta set my second kid any second now coming. Um, so. We're just going to flow with it. Blackhawks up 3-0. Oh, dude, that's That's your team. Oh, man, that's been huge. Huge. They're playing well right now, Crawford. Yeah. Oh, Oh, Corey Crawford stinks, stinks, and blah, blah, blah. Oh, Corey Crawford. You Hawks fucking losers. All you bandwagon uh, I'm not a bandwagon. No, 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 not you, but, like, all you guys that are on and off. uh, Stick with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quinville made the right move. He put brought the other goalie in for a couple games. Crawford had to come back in. He was... You know, had to think about it, and boom. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they're up 3-0. Bulls are up 1. It's tied 1-1 now after tonight. It's Wednesday, April 6th. Um, you knew that was coming. LeBron was pissed off from game one. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but, hey, I'll take 1-1. And the way the series looks, Yeah. I got the Bulls in seven. You think the Bulls will take it? I, yeah. I don't know. You got yeah. you got one of the yeah. you got one of the Cleveland games, so that's yep. huge. You know, you got one of the games. Sammy's in turning. Yeah, we, we, we interviewed him, like we said. And Sammy turned. He looks like he's taking the Bulls. He said you could tell by the series. I think so too. I mean, I like it. I like the Bulls. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're they're playing. Paul Gasol went off. He played terrible tonight, though. Yeah. But I, I, I coming home one one against LeBron. This is the if they're gonna get him, Dave. Yeah. They gotta get him now. Oh, this is it. Before he regroups again next year and recruits two more guys and sends Kevin Love pack in LA. Yeah, yeah. No, this is this is it right here. This is your shot. This is your shot, Chicago. And and I think they're playing like they know it. I mean tonight, not so much, but you're coming off that game one hangover. Um, you know, how about how about uh, Dunleavy? He went off in the first quarter. <laughs> five for five. <laughs> He's crazy. Little white Where did that guy? That He's like huge, 50. though. Have you ever seen him live? Yeah. He's I like 6'10", dude. I saw him dunk a ball. He's it was huge. crazy. He looked like Air Dunleavy. <laughs> they call him Michael Jeffrey Dunleavy. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. There's a lot going on, though, dude. Uh, we got – you go to the NFL, and you have guys like – The draft, Mark, you got, too. Well, the draft, but you have guys like Mark Burnell, and you have guys like uh, Shannon Sharp. Calling for uh, Tom Brady's hat, dude. I know, the flake gate? They're totally busting him out, dude. Did you see that today? It came yeah. out. 
Dude, it's crazy. To the ball. To the air comes out my balls. To the air comes out my balls. Brady goes home with Giselle. Do you like Giselle? I have, uh, yeah. You know what? Look, you can't go wrong with it. You're Tom Brady. You got a you supermodel like wife. She's skinny, dude. I don't know. I'm not into the model types. The tall, skinny, lanky. I, know. I don't know. It's we got into that last week. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. do nothing for you. No, no, no. No, G- you like Giselle. No. No. You're but, more of a. But Tom Brady is all over it. Well, if you're Tom Brady, why do you get married? <laughs> I don't know. He was with Angie Herman, wasn't he? I no, that so. was no, that was Angie Herman. That was what's his name from New York, the safety. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I forgot his name. All right, well, uh, let's get into some uh, handicapping from our guy, our boy at ETip One One. ETip, what's up, buddy? Hello. ETip, you there? We lost him. That wasn't on us. That wasn't on us. That's him. Yeah. It's yeah. all right. We're going to keep yeah. that on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not us. No. E-tip, call back, dude. Try to get a hold of you. Yeah. We're talking about the flake gate. Yeah. Tom Brady. So t- they threw him on. He, he, he's going to get suspended a game. You know, Shannon Sharp said he should get suspended for four games and that Bill Belichick should get suspended for a year. What's up with all these Bill Belichick haters, haters. dude? Haters. It's the worst. Does he cheat, though, you think? Of course he does. Of course he does. <laughs> I, I love it. You have to. I love it. You know, you have to. What's wrong with that? It's the best. Like, you never cheated. All you people that are calling Bill Belichick out for being a cheater, like, you never, like, cheated on a, a test. Yeah, cheated on a test, took a 20 out of somebody's pile of Monopoly or something like that. It's it's football, dude. These are grown men. They're trying to get Any the, way to get an advantage, Hey, Dave. that's right. That's Any absolutely. Way. Absolutely. So, you know, God bless him. He's yeah. the best coach in sports right now. I agree. No, I... I, but I do think Brady's gonna get one. Yeah, you think? Get one game. I think they. I think they're just gonna. If they do, it's just gonna be uh, just to save face. At the end of the day, I think. I think that's all. I think that's all it's gonna be. Yeah. They, well, they gotta Personally. do something. Yeah. It took how long for this investigation? Six months? Yeah. No. It was what February? And so March, April, May, three months for it. And does it make that much of a difference, really? I, I mean, I. I don't know. Maybe maybe in like wet weather they're holding on to the ball a little tighter. I, I, who knows? But uh, yeah, I, I don't see why they make such a big deal out of it. They make a bigger deal out of this than they did Ray Rice whooping uh, his 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 girl, his wife's ass. I know. It's like a bigger deal, right? And they they spent more time investigating what happened. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it is. It is. You think uh, the NFL looks at? Well, first off, Goodell is just a fucking moron. The guy doesn't know how to. The guy doesn't know how to uh, do do anything. All right, so uh, we're talking to Ed Etip one one app Cappers Advantage guys. Go to Cappers Advantage. Um, Etip's getting hot right now for the playoffs. Big East is always, you know, he he does. Big East is always Big East. Um, so go on there, get a package. Uh, and we're gonna get into some handicapping with uh, Eddie Tip right now. Eric, what are you um, looking at? The series is the Bulls go one-one after tonight. I saw before Cleveland won. I think it was Cleveland minus one hundred five, Bulls minus one fifteen. Where do you see that series going? Uh, I mean, from a value standpoint, I think I take either dog. 
uh, whoever you can get it plus. I mean, uh, as long as without love, I think the Bulls match up with them very well. I think I said that the last time we were on. They were kind of a sleep around the heat. I mean, they're just they're deep. Cleveland's not very deep. Um, I mean, that's that's a seven game series to me. I agree. No, I I I watched the game tonight. I'm just looking at you, you know, said that same yeah, thing just now. I just said the same thing right before you came on. I said I got the I'm on Bulls. We're from Chicago. I got the Bulls in seven. I think they match up very well with them, and mm-hmm. I just think yeah, I, I think you see I think you see a lot of zigzagging a little you know in this series too. I think it's going to be trading punches. You know, I was on the Bulls game one on Cleveland tonight. Um, you know, be hard part of this off of Chicago when it goes back there. Um, you know, but it's, uh, uh, I, I agree. I think they'll just keep carrying punches. It's going to be a full game seven series. Okay. Um, looking ahead to to Washington, Atlanta. That game, next game in Washington. Uh, Washington's playing well right now. Uh, opened up at one. Now it's at one and a half. Atlanta getting points and it was the best, they're the best team in the regular season besides Golden State. How do you see that one coming out? Yeah, they've owned they've owned um, Washington in the regular season, but um, you know Washington's been balling here in this playoffs. And if all comes down to, to John Wall, his hand and wrist is okay. Um, you know Washington's hard to beat right now. Atlanta kind of looks looks a little papery, man. You know, I hit on them once, lay in nine to Brooklyn, um, but so many times they go up big and they can't hold a lead, they come down. Um, you know, they, I, I can't really figure that out, to be honest. I think Washington has, has as good a chance as, as the Bulls do to beat Cleveland, to be honest. I mean, I, see, I like both dogs so far. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Tip, um, going back a little bit, we're watching the, we're watching the Clippers right now uh, against Houston. Are you surprised to see the Clippers here? I mean, should this should San Antonio be here? Is this is this an upset? And how far do you see the Clippers going? Um, you know, the, I was talking about it earlier tonight. Actually, there that, that was something special when you looked down. They saw, you know, you saw them coming into the playoff on um, was it a 15, 16 game something win streak, and you know that consistency is something they had never shown. And you kind of, you know, you're kind of thinking. All right, they go on that kind of run. I mean, Blake Griffin has really improved his outside game. It just opens up so many things, and they're well coached. And you just kind of think, man, it's like they're ready, you know. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily an upset. I think, I think you got what you were going to get out of that. I think the Clippers were ready. San Antonio just a tad slow with Parker was injured, things like that. So. Yeah, I wasn't too surprised, and I think they're you know, definitely deserving of where they're at, getting to continue on play. Okay, let's go uh, Golden State-Memphis. Um, Memphis Conley comes back just studly last night, absolutely studly. Did you see his eye, though, with that, that mask on? Yeah, no, I mean, it, I, it, the big question was how was he going to play. Uh-huh. I think he answered that question. I mean, he came out. Fire it, right? And just got them out. And you can see how much he means to that team. If he's there. Uh, so next game. Next, yeah. It's not bad, but, man, Memphis is there. I, I, you know, the other, thing, the other team I gave you out of the West, the Super out of the West, was Memphis. They, they're, they're a bit scary. 
Okay, so next game, looking at open up at three and a half. Now Memphis is getting four. How do you – what's your little feel if it's just playing it right now off – just off the top of your head? I'm looking at – I mean, God, four. Conley's playing well. You lead in Memphis? You know, I don't know, man. Go, go. I think Golden State's all tough. these series are so even. Um, that I don't know. Are they going to shoot that bad? I think they were like something like seven for twenty-three or twenty-four on uncontested jump shots. I mean, they were just off. You know, so how many nights is a team like that so crisp offensively? How many nights are going to be they? Are they going to be off like that? Now Memphis is going to start to swing people back. You know, they're catching catching points at home, but equally, I really like to drill down to, you know, what is the betting public really starting to think, because these things start getting really tight, and you can really make some nice plays, you know, bobbing and weaving against, you know, matching your gut feel with who the public gets on, so uh, I don't know quite yet, and I don't really, it's hard to really step out before, you know, a short time before tip-off the way I count, because I want as much you know, data as I can in terms of bet volume and bet information. Yeah, that's how that's how I am when I, I throw down to, um, you know, I get that email from you guys, and then now I'm a guy that goes right before game time to see what, what's going on with the public, what where the lines go and everything like that. I don't like to do it in the morning. I don't like to do any of that stuff. I agree with you on that. Uh, you got anything else, Dave, for E-Tip? I, I just got to say um – I love this website, dude. I'm playing around on it right now. So, uh, cappersadvantage.com. I mean, you got testimonials on there. Um, I mean, it's it's got everything you want. I mean, if you're looking for stuff, you just log in. It's but 99 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and he's about to hit a big. And he's about to hit a big one tonight, yeah. right? E tip. We're gonna get this one home. Yeah, I think we're. I think we're. I think he's gonna hold on and take this little mini run to four and zero. I know. I just said that. He's hot. He's hot. All right, guys. Etip, thanks for taking some time. Thank, Thank you. you sorry for man for the little technical difficulties. Uh, hope you have a good night, man. No problem. Man. All right, buddy. Bye. Talk to you later. Yeah. All right. Bye. We're struggling through it today. We got we got a couple weeks off though. We'll get our shit together. Don't worry yeah, about it. No, this was. <laughs> That software was just a fucking I'm, I'm just, you know what? joke man, or something. What Dude, was it tonight? I don't know. I don't it's know. all right. We got a huge hey, guest coming on, too, right know, now. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes it's like this. Sometimes you just you just don't get the pitches. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's all right. That's all it is. Yeah. You know, when you, 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 you're, you're 19 years old and you go up to that hot chick. Yeah. She just looks and she goes... She gives you that look, and you have yeah. no shot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, None. 19 years old? No, no. None. No. She might, she might ask if, like, you know her dad. You know what I mean? All right, so. we're going to talk some bears with our big-time guest tonight on Shocks and Dogs. Uh, we'd like to welcome in Adam Hans from Chicago Sun-Times columnist, covers the bears, and also a regular on Sports Talk Live. Adam, we can't thank you enough for coming on. How are you doing tonight, man? Good, fellas. How are you? Good, Dude, we're man. having some big time difficulty tonight. We have some. We had some monster guests on lined up tonight, and our our software volume was all jacked uh, up. Everything's off, dude. You ever have one of those days? Come on. Yeah, 
I've had several of those days. You know, computers are supposed to make your life easier, and all you want to do is throw them out of a breast pocket. <laughs> right? It's the worst. He's 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 moving into a new house. I got a baby coming any second, my second kid. So I, I think our minds are somewhere else. But we like I said, thanks for coming on. Let's get into some bears. I'm, he's Dave, I'm looking at, uh, across the way right now. Dave has a Bears Forte shirt on with a Bears hat on. He's gonna play some. He's gonna play some music. Oh, dude, what do you think of that draft? Uh, you know, you want them to, to focus on defense a little bit more because of how bad they were in the past two years. Guys, we're talking about historically bad. We all saw it. Right. Two worst defenses in team history for for a franchise that's really built on winning uh, through defense, but. Look, if they're going to pick the best player available, they're going to go by their board every single time. You have to respect that. I tell you what, it makes it easier to – makes Ryan Pace easier to evaluate, you know, when things go wrong or things go right. If these guys are on top of his board, that's all his evaluations right there. So you have to respect that. The bottom line is, fellas, they had so many needs in so many areas, they couldn't do wrong with no matter who they picked. If they would they pick anybody, it would make sense. Right, right. I, I totally agree with you, Adam. Totally, totally agree with you. The problem is, all right, so you don't draft a linebacker. That was one of the biggest weaknesses last year. Do they think Jared Allen is really going to step on the outside and not put his hands on the ground and really be productive? <laughs> Believe it or not, they do. And, and Lamar Houston that, and, and Willie Young. But this isn't a quick one-year rebuild. You know, they, they signed Permanel McPhee. Uh, believe it or not, John Fox is high on Tim McClellan. He was high on him coming out of Boise State. Now, he's not he think high enough of him to give him $7.7 in 2016, so they didn't pick up his option, but they think he could be a good player. Uh, just, again, a lot of question marks there. A lot of guys learning new positions. Guys like Lamar Houston going back to position he played in Oakland. Um, we'll see how it works. This is the one thing you can trust in if you're trying to look for positives. The Vic Fangio has produced some of the best defenses in the league in the past decade, so um, rely on his expertise. Um, what about Eddie Goldman? Is this a guy that can come in and and produce right away? You think uh, as a second round pick in in this in this transitioning into a three four type defense, is he a guy you think can come in and, and produce right away, or are we a couple years away from seeing anything out of him? No, no, he, he's a top two pick. So, so of course. I mean, but he's a, he's a top two-round pick. So, of course, you want him to come in and contribute some fashion. I mean, it's, a, it's kind of a, an area where a guy can step in and right away, too, because you have a, a whole new scheme being implemented. You guys got, like, Ray McDonald and Jarvis Jenkins and Jeremiah Ratliff. So, small guys in front of him. So, he's the young blood. We don't know what the Bears think of Eagle Ferguson and Will Sutton yet. So, uh, I think he can step in right away. Not only just be a rotational player, but he could start. And one of those defensive end spots and keep Jeremiah relevant nose tackle. They like his versatility. He's going to be an impact player right away, I think. So let's switch sides. Let's go to the offense. Kevin White, first round pick. Got rid of Marshall. Got rid of the cancer in the locker room. I you know cancer is a big word. I probably shouldn't have used it, but they got rid of him in the, out of the locker room. Now we're going to go to Kevin White, like I said, next to Jeffrey and um, Eddie Royal. Kevin White has to slide in and be productive at the number seven spot, right? I mean, you got at the seven spot, you have to, be, you have to be, you have to produce, correct? Right. You're expecting to draft a contributor right there. Now, Kevin White, for all his, you know, measurables and his, his breakout season he had last year, he's still kind of a raw prospect. But that's okay, because this kid, I, I tell you what, I've talked to his parents, I've talked to every single coach he's ever had at every single level. I'm trying to find dirt on this kid. Everybody 
glows about this kid. He's got a work ethic. He's not a diva receiver like others. He wants to work, you know, for everything that, that he wants to, you know, have. So he's not like Ben Marshall at all in demeanor. Sure, he may turn out to be like him on the field, but this kid it comes with humility. He, he's got a work ethic. I think the Bears got, got a superstar here in the making. But that said, the guy who ran a limited, a limited route tree. At West Virginia. So Adam Gase has to do a lot of work with him. But he's not the first player to leave college with some, you know, limited abilities in terms of route running. So, But he's got all the measurables. He's got all the intangibles, too, especially mentally. He's got a good mental makeup to really be an impact player. And not only just an impact player, guys. Again, I said it before, a superstar player. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. That's You're huge. listening to Chocks and Dogs. We're at Joe's Pizza. Joe's on Higgins.com. We're talking to Adam Hans. Chicago Sun-Times columnist covers the Bears, also regular on Sports Talk Live on Comcast Sportsnet. Um, so, so let me ask you, when it, when it comes to um, Jay Cutler, all right? Oh, hey, real quick, Adam, I can't stand him. All right, and I like him. Well, here's the thing. I remember when they got him, for, when, when, they, when they traded for him from Denver. I just got off an airplane, and my phone blew up that they, that they traded for Cutler. I was excited. I think the city was excited. Obviously, they've turned on him a lot, a lot of people. You're coming in now with a new coach, new scheme. I mean, does he stand a chance, do you think? <laughs> It'll be his fifth offense he has to learn. It's crazy to think that. Fifth, fifth offense in seven years. I mean, he's got a lot of bodies, you know, on the side of the road going up from Hallisaw. I mean, he's, you can call him a coach killer all you want. I don't think he's that bad of a guy, but let's be honest, the production hasn't been there. He's gotten in arguments or tiffs with his coaches and some teammates. Um, I still think a lot of teammates like him. I think the offensive line, such as Kyle Long and Matt Swanson, they, they all have his back. But um, this is a guy who has all the talent in the world. Become more personable, more affable. I get along with him personally. I got to be honest with you. Um, but he's just got to produce. He's got to treat all of these things he's developed, even his positive personality, and, and all those talents, all that raw talent that he's always had, that everybody's so enamored with, and finally produced. But We've been saying this for how many years now, fellas? This is like the, the third straight year I'm writing this storyline. Now, Adam Gates, um, he's supposed to be a bright young offensive mind, but Mark Trestman's supposed to be the quarterback guru. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Look, I'll just say this. Gates, now Logan, Ryan Payne, Stevens, they like Jay Cutler, but they're not tied to him like a Phil Emery or a Mark Trestman, right. or they're not going to go down with Jay Cutler. We'll try to work with them, but let's be honest, this is a team that's looking for the next franchise quarterback. They just couldn't do it this year in the week draft class. Do, do you think Do you think the media here in Chicago? This is a big city, and the sports media in this town is 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 rough sometimes. But do you think that that's maybe an easy one to jump on, an, an easy pile to jump on Jay Cutler and and blame him and, and write about him and, and have stories about him, or do you think that that you know maybe they come down on him a little too hard? You know, it is an easy storyline. I mean, to be honest, sometimes he's the quarterback, just like a starting pitcher, you know, a goalie in hockey. He's the easiest guy to point out because it's the most important position really on the field. I mean, it's the most highly invested position in football. It's one of the most lucrative positions in all of sports. Um, it's, uh, so, of course, you know, you can look at every little thing that he does. But I'll, I'll say this. I think the national media still is very hypercritical of him in a very negative light. I mean, they take personal critical attacks on him without even knowing him. I think the Chicago media has kind of warmed to him. You know, we've gotten to know him a little bit better. And he handled all the mess last year pretty professionally. Let's be honest. Aaron Cromer talked to him behind his back. Absolutely. You know, off the record to a reporter. 
Martrez been surprisingly benching him just to save his own butt. Um, he handled that all pretty well. Yeah. Um, he's going to play better, let's, let's be honest. So it, it all comes down to that. He's really warmed up to a lot of people off the field at the podium media-wise, um, especially locally, but he's still got to produce and be a better football player. All right, so, man, I can't believe I'm talking. I can't stand him. All right, I'm gonna, I, I, there's something about him. Now, I, I mean, this might be meatheadish, but watching him on the field, I know he gets hit hard a lot. He shows, I don't know if it cockiness being a, like kind of the, the right word, but is he, it's almost like sometimes he doesn't care. Is, am I just being a meathead? Um, I, I, I would not say he doesn't care. I, I think he definitely cares. Maybe he cares, you know, and it's just his, the way he handles it. Look, he's not going to be Tom Brady. And look at Tom Brady on the sidelines. He cusses out his teammates like no other. Peyton Manning does it. Aaron Rodgers cusses out his teammates. Aaron Rodgers last year kind of threw it with his own coach, Mike McCarthy. So the elite ones, you know, have yep, their yep. own emotional breakdowns on the sidelines, right? Um, it's an emotional game, right? It's, it's a very physical game. They're getting knocked around. Of course, they're going to get heated. Um, he's got the passion. He's, there's, there's a fire there. I mean, that's the, the story of a seller. If he's too hot-headed, you know, people are going to criticize him for that. If he's not hot-headed enough, you know, people are going to criticize him for that. The guy can't win at a lot of different levels. And the only way he's going to show up for everybody is if he plays for it. Now, he did that two years ago. That's when he got the big contract. Um, but last year was a big disappointment. Let's be clear. So does a lot have to do with the defense that's been around him then? Cutler not, not winning. I mean, I, 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 that's one of the things I look at when I, when I watch Cutler, and, and, and he, he has to put up the last couple of years. Like you said, they've, historically, they've been the worst defense in the last, what, three yeah. years, two years? They, they got to put up 35 just to stay in the game. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. That's the big problem is, is that Phil Emery and Mark Tressman were too guilty investing in Jay Cutler. And Jay Cutler is going to make his mistakes. But I don't want to say they ignore the defensive side of the football, but let's be honest. Mel Tucker wasn't going to out-scheme anybody. It just wasn't his forte. He tried to run Lovey Smith's defense the way Lovey Smith ran it, but without the same type of horses to keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have the right guys to do it. Um, so just the, the scheme didn't fit some of those guys. Guys like John Bostic, guys like Sean Jay McClellan, I mean, they're, they're meant to be in 3-4 defenses. That's what they played in college. That's what they projected to be in the NFL from a lot of teams. But um, that's another story. Yes, you got to play complimentary football with Felder because you know he's going to make his mistakes. You can't put the whole world on him like they did the past two years because that's just not him. He's a gunslinger. He's going to take risks. He's going to have a defense, running game right. to complement who Jay Cutler is. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, then, and then in the 3-4, do you think they've made any uh, enough of, of improvements in their secondary? Because with, with that 3-4, you got to have shut down corners, boy, and – I don't know that they're there yet, um, but do you think they made en- enough of improvements to, to, you know, to, to be 500? Be, yeah, <laughs> you know, they, they better hope. I mean, the cornerback position in the NFC North is a money position. Look at the what the Minnesota Vikings have done. They've taken a cornerback in the past two drafts in the first round. You know why? Because the best receivers in the league play in the NFC North. I mean, Marshall's gone. Now here comes Kevin White. You have Alshon Jeffrey, Calvin Johnson, Jordy Nelson. I mean, the list goes on and on and Cobb, on. Cobb. Um, Golden yeah. Tate now in Detroit. Um, it's loaded with receivers. Mike Wallace is on the Vikings now. I know he's kind of a hot-headed guy who just left Miami. But, again, there's so many talented receivers in NFC North. You have to have cornerbacks to cover these guys. And you know what? 
Kyle Fuller's a good starter, but Tim Jennings had a very rough year last year. He's had a rebound. They're high in Al Lewis team. They're, they're high in Demontre Hurst, but these are young undrafted guys. They still got to prove what, what they can be. So, look, I think they addressed safety pretty well with, with Antrell Roll and drafting H.B. Namos out of Penn State. We'll see what type of player he could be. But I tell you what, cornerback, the more I think about it, that's a big question mark for me. I know they signed Al Ball, but I don't know what type of player he could be in this defense. Can you give us? Um, I know you. The schedule came out. What? Do you, where do you have them right now? Finishing. You know, and when I first went over, I'm like, oh yeah, this is going to be a six and ten year. But then you look at certain situations changing. San Francisco, they're not a tough, you know, matchup. Or they're not as tough as we, we thought they were. They're off the field, they're a mess. In the front office, they're a mess. Jim Harbaugh is gone. Uh, who's their running back? You know, they got a bunch of question marks. They got a bunch of turnover on defense. They lost like. 50 linebackers this year, guys retiring left and right. So they're not as tough as they used to be. There's some discord. In San Diego, Philip Rivers was reportedly unhappy. Eric Weddle wants a new contract. So that matchup as much as, as, as tough as it once was. So um, I've kind of grown soft on some of the tougher matchups, at least you know when they originally appeared. I think, look, just if you look at historically what John Fox does, I don't have the numbers in front of me, fellas, but in his first year in Carolina, there was like a six-game win improvement. And in his first year endeavor, there was like a five-game improvement in terms of wins. So um, he's known for his quick turnarounds. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to go from 5-11 and 11 to 11-5, but I think you can see 7-9, and 8-8 eight and eight type of team coming out of the Bears. There you go. Yeah, I mean, 8-8, eight and 7-9 eight, and nine right around there. All right, listening to Chalks and Dogs, talking to Adam Hans from the Chicago Sun-Times, also regular on uh, – Sports Talk Live, Comcast Sportsnet. Let's switch gears real quick. Uh, you covered the Hawks uh, before you covered the Bulls. Does do the goalies like we just talked about with quarterbacks, Crawford? Do they get too much credit and too much blame? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially Crawford talking about a guy who can't win in this time. I mean, look, everybody allows soft goals. Henrik Lundqvist, Jonathan Quick, all the best goalies allow soft goals. They all have their weak points. You know, and they all have their down points in their seasons and, and games and all of that. Crawford's magnified because he's local. I don't know how many people in Chicago are, are watching uh, the, the rest of the league. Corey Crawford is a fairly tough winning goaltender. I think we all saw that last night with his one nothing shutout. He could do it again. Look, the hot stars are playing like stars now. Corey Crawford is one of them. Wow. Yeah, that's – I was watching that game last night, and, and you know, I, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of Crawford's. Um, I think you know the guy. The guy won the Stanley Cup once. I mean, you got to stick with him. I know they they, they dumped him early, uh, you know, in the, in the last series. But I'm with you, man. I think he's he's one of the best goalies, you know, in the league. You have to you have to go with that. But with that said, I mean, is this team hitting on all cylinders at the perfect time or what? Yeah, you know what? I've, I've always questioned their depth because uh, they covered them in 2010. I was part of their Stanley Cup run in 2013. I, I went to both of those cities, you know. I was in Philly and I was in Boston. Um, I've, I've seen what they can do when they're a deep team, and I, and I have I had serious thoughts about how deep this team is. Whether it's their, their old defense guys like Roosevelt, Simon, who who, um, who have their questionable moments, and then you guys got like Rasteek, who's up and down, and Tara Vinen, who seems to be a lightweight out there. But I tell you what, Tara Vinen's making me eat my words now. He's playing like the, the hot prospects they, they thought he could be. Um, they're improving at every single line, uh, and it's what you want to do in the playoffs. You want to roll three or four lines, and they're able to do that now. So their depth is starting to show up. 
Um, Antoine Vermette is starting to play very well. So um, I'm high, very high on what they're doing right now. So if you question their depth early on, I, I think you should eat your words like me. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I, you know, I mean, I watched yesterday. Uh, I was actually at home, and uh, you took many, right? To win the series it's, early on. Oh, I, I took Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. took Minnesota. I saw. I know the, my partner's last because I, I was watching Comcast last night and and uh, Cap was uh, Cap was giving you some crap about taking Minnesota. Um, so do you think? Say they sweep them. Say they will. They they sweep Minnesota. Go four zero. Do you think they're so hot right now that the, if they get a layoff, that it's going to hurt them? Or do they need no, the rest? No, 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 no. I, I think I think they'll be fine. I mean, this is a team that's—they've been through this. They've had kind of considerably long layoffs, right? Yes, I think that Anaheim Calgary series might go six games, maybe seven. That, that could be a long one. Calgary played them very well last night. Um, but I mean, this team has been here before. They may they may be down. Say they go to the Western Conference Finals. You know, they may be down in game one if they're coming off the sweep because you know they haven't played them in a long time, but. Tell you what, guys, the way they played the last two games, they're playing like the Stanley Cup contenders that we all thought they should be and can be. You know, we always talk about that cliched odd switch. Um, they're finally flipping it on. You know, they had to play, play some tight defense yesterday when Minnesota was pressing tied up, you know, and they can do that. So, yeah, they're clicking on all cylinders, but I wouldn't be too concerned about um, any type of layoff with them. It'll probably do them some good if they're going to bump some bruises. All right, and uh, and Adam, one one last question for you. Uh, Patrick Kane, right now in this series, has more goals than than Minnesota does as a team. Um, do you think he can He's keep that? Hot. Do you think he can keep that rolling? Um, being that you covered him, does he have it in him? Yeah, oh man, Showtime is back, huh, baby? Um, the, the guy's electric. Let's be honest. He has what 102 playoff games or 101. He's got a point uh, for every single one. This guy's an elite player, fellas. This is this guy keeps healthy, keeps going down this line. This, this is a Hall of Fame talent, Hall of Fame career being put together here, just uh, especially in the playoffs. When the stage is bigger, Patrick, Patrick Kane becomes bigger. He shines in those moments, and he's really – doesn't even look like he broke his collarbone. That's how well he's playing right now. Scary good, guys. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. thought if he, if he was healthy this year – I mean, he was going to be the MVP of the league. You know, it's unfortunate that he broke his collarbone, really. Superstar, yeah. superstar. All right, quick one, Adam, and then we'll let you go. Uh, you're listening to Chucks and Dogs. We're talking to Adam Hans from the Chicago Sun-Times. Bulls, uh, we watched them lose tonight. LeBron, Kyrie, you could just see it, you know, right from the start. Going out and getting one in Cleveland, as I'm a huge basketball fan, was humongous. You know, people are going to – you know, see this game tonight and be like, oh, you know, they played bad, blah, blah, blah. But I, them, them going there and getting that one, going back 1-1, and then seeing the matchups um, that they have coming back to Chicago, I like, I like the Bulls in 6-7. How do you see this series uh, playing out? I think I Cavs in 7 just because it's hard to bet against the best player in the world. And we were just talking about Patrick Kane. I mean, LeBron James is, you know, He's legendary. He's already reached a legendary height in basketball. It's hard to fight against them. I thought they had to. Look, without Kevin Love, the rest of the playoffs, J.R. Schmitz, I think, is coming back for game three. So you, you had to get one um, in Cleveland because they were kind of reeling. And look, we saw what type of clean team Cleveland can be if you don't play your best, you don't play poised, you can't handle a pick and roll, right? So, um, so we'll, we'll see. I don't know. It's hard to really bet against a guy like LeBron James.
Yeah, I mean, I, I just I'm watching that game tonight, and seeing, um, you know, he. See, watching like seeing with the minutes, uh, Rose and Butler and in the big minutes, doesn't Tony Snell or Miritich or or Brooks? I mean, Brooks gets a little bit more tick, but doesn't he have to go to to one or more of those guys and gets get to twelve to fifteen minutes and 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 because Butler, I I think personally. Butler in a seven-game series playing 44 minutes against LeBron James, I think he's just going to wear down. Right, right. I mean, it's the thing that the Bulls had going for him this year as opposed to other matchups with LeBron is that they're they're deeper. You know, when LeBron guards Derrick Rose, I mean, he's going to shut him down. He's just got such a major size advantage. Now, Jimmy Butler's become a star. They added Paul Gasol, Miritich. He's a shooting option. Don't believe me. they got options for Rose to, to dish it off, but... Um, we'll see. He all gets criticized for playing guys too much, playing guys too little. Um, we all know about the discord between him and the front office. Um, to be honest, I think the storyline that should be the Bulls right now is, are they going to do it for Tibbs? Because let's be clear, I don't know if he's going to be here next year. That's what I was just going to ask. Is he gone? <laughs> I think so. And I tell you what, he's going to get a job literally a second after you know that press release comes out. Yeah, I heard Orlando's on him pretty good. Adam, thanks a lot, man. We appreciate you coming on. Huge info. Uh, have a great night. Hey, tell Mike Jacobson we said hi. <laughs> I'll do that. I will do that. Hey, congrats on the baby, too. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, Adam. Talk to you later, buddy. All right, guys. All right. Have a good night. All right, Bye. Thanks. Bye. Wow. Did he bring it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Of course he brought it. He's Adam Johns. It's unbelievable. It's that's crazy. Bears, dude, that's unbelievable info. He's like, he's like, ah, Cutler, yeah, I know him. I hung out with him. He's cool. He likes him. Yeah. That's cool. We play poker. He didn't say that, no. but I mean, I can assume. I can only assume. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, well that's our show for tonight. It Podcast. Is. We're going to cut it up, see what comes out of this. Dave's going to do his best. I'll throw, like, Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, that'll get us another nine minutes. And yeah. <laughs> we didn't talk so. anywhere about celebrity crushes tonight. But That's all right. You know who I forgot about last week? Oh, who? Halle Berry. Halle Berry, maybe, like, 20 years ago. She's, got, she's, like, she's old enough to be her grandmother. All right. You just put a downer <laughs> in my face. All right. Sorry. All right. Um, let me think of one more real quick. Um, no. Uh, I, Sophia no. Bush, dude. She's hot. Hey, do you like that movie, Pitch Perfect? I haven't seen it. No. That's a chick movie, dude. I don't care, dude. You can't it's come on. You can't come on a sports show called Talks and Dogs. Hey, Talks everybody dogs. listening. Richie Ewald, Brian Weber, Pitch Perfect. Go see it. Pitch Perfect 2 comes out. Go see it again and again and again. Order that pizza from Joe's. Joe's Pizza. Joe's on Higgins.com. Or go grab a beer from Scores. Scores Club on Forest Reserve Drive in Harwood Heights. There it is. Listen. <laughs> Sophie, right. No, Sophia Bushing from there. That's no, Anna no, Kendrick, no, no. That's dude. Anna Kendrick. So What's going on with me today? Sophia Bush Bush's from Chicago PD. Yeah. Yeah. I love Anna Kendrick, dude. Pitch Perfect. Go see it. I don't know what's going on tonight. Hey. Hey. For, for Dave. Order a pizza. I'm E. Peace. When I'm